Welcome to Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. Uh, today we'll be talking about the difficulties of, of being an expat and how it can, you know, it can be a little difficult of, of finding who you are, your spot in a new city. I just drank your beer. You drank my beer? Wait, no, this is my... This is my oh. You, opened the, you got uh, any sanitizer? I do. Sanitize my beer. Wait, that's good? Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. All right, we're yeah. All right, <laughs> we're back. Jeff just sanitized my beer. Uh, so, sorry, I just I got confused which whose beer it was. I actually drank his beer, and yeah. because of Corona, uh, we we're, had to address that. We're trying to be safe. Um, so. so yeah, we're talking about the difficulties of of being an expat and how it's hard to find your place of living in a new city. Um, it's right. not it's not the most fun topic, but I'm sure there there can be some fun things come out of yeah, it. Yeah, no, well, there's a lot of positives to being an expat, but like, you know, for some people, it can be a hard time in the beginning, and I think that's, it's not I, I, it's not really discussed a lot, you know? Honestly, I think for everyone, I, I'm washing your table right now. Do what you gotta do. With this sanitary wipe. All good. But I, I, I think for everyone, um, I think everyone's difficult. I mean, it was definitely difficult for me. I'm sure it was difficult for you. Yeah, there's always the time, and um, and if you're lucky, you uh, push through it. So let's, uh, let's, here we go. Let's go. All right, Jeff. Um, so, uh, how's it going? What, what are you up to? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Funny question. What are we up to? Well, we're um, not much. Still in the midst of the coronavirus, so not a lot going on. Um, I had a nice interaction with my upstairs neighbor uh, recently. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's like I'll give the very short version. Um, he's um, quite loud let's be honest uh like you can't hear talking or yelling or movies or anything like that but like footsteps and uh when i say footsteps i mean running like like it it sounds like really like there's a horse running around in circles in his apartment and it's impossible for us to figure out what the hell he's doing um and it's so much that it causes our bed in our room to vibrate okay this is how bad it is Oh, and it's like again, like it'd be, it'd be, if it was just like normal footsteps, like walking to the fridge, it would be fine. But it is truly like running back and forth, back and forth, at, and and it happens eight a.m., eleven p.m., two a.m. Is your is your, and, is your neighbor a horse? Yeah, and and lasts like. Uh, 10, 20, 30 minutes. Like, it really sounds like, you know, like you're a kindergarten. You're, you work at a kita, right? Like, if, if you like, in the in the apartment above you, you like let loose like 10 kids just running in a circle, right? You know, that's what it sounds like. So at first we thought like, oh, they must have kids. You know, that's what it sounded like. But, yeah. but then we're like, eh, hey, we never saw kids. Uh, anyways, uh, the other day, um, you know, it was a Monday, 11.30, trying to go to bed. Uh, my girlfriend's tired and exhausted. And suddenly it starts, and it's it's the loudest it's ever been, and just just goes and goes, just this running in circles, and the whole bed's vibrating. And she's like, you know what? No, game over. Right? And I'm like I like I got enough, had enough of this. I had so, enough. Yeah, yeah. She gra- put throws on her robe, uh, goes upstairs, and uh, and very politely just says, you know, hi, sorry to bother you. Uh, just you know, just just so you know, like it's quite loud downstairs, you know. But it's eleven thirty. It's a Monday, you know. Just like and. Um, could not give two shits. Uh, started yelling at her about uh, how, hey man, this is Berlin, you know, deal with it. Uh, <laughs> blah blah blah. No, I'm gonna finish my set, and that's when she looks in his apartment and sees that he finish ha- my. Wait, what does what, what? Yeah, what does finish my set mean? Yeah. So he doesn't have like a gym in his living room. His living room is a gym. A literal gym. Yeah, yeah. And he had a client there. So she, we think he's a personal trainer anyways. like In uh, his apartment? In his apartment. Is that yeah. legal? 
don't know uh-huh. um but uh mm-hmm. but anyway so that's finally honestly we're kind of happy because finally it like answers what the frick that sound was coming from like he was running in circles i mean he, the, he was, the, the, the mystery is kind of half of it right right exactly like, like what, what is like, happening what could cause these sounds you know and so he probably was dropping weights on the floor and jumping uh doing jumping jacks and running in circles and doing whatever the hell um, so, anyways, uh, it was a nice, nasty encounter with the neighbor. He was not. Uh, he was not happy with us. <laughs> this asking. actually gives me a lot more questions than does answers. Mm. I mean, how long has he been having a personal gym in his apartment building? How has nobody noticed? How is he paying for it? What kind of tax is he doing? This, 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 any if any lawyer is listening and give us some insight, <laughs> well, I, I'm really interested in how the hell honestly, that's possible. Honestly, like I'm not. We're not in. Uh, the mood to like declare war on our neighbor like we, we just wanted some peace and quiet at 11 30 on a monday uh, well for a quarantine together it's not a good idea to do anyways yeah, is yeah, it? exactly but also normally like you, you know because um uh you have to live with the people so you know you've got to be cordial to a certain extent yeah yeah i get i i don't see my neighbors very often at all to be honest i've lived there for five years mm-hmm. and i know a few of them but like i feel like i i walk home up the steps down the steps after work for work and i don't see anybody i feel like i live in, in a ghost house and every once in a while, it's like one person lives there. It's so weird. Like, it's a big apartment building. But yeah, like, it I don't depends see on the apartment. Like, yeah, my last apartment building was the same. Where, because I was also on the fourth floor with, and I was the only apartment on that floor. So really, I didn't see anybody. And yeah, and weeks would go by. No matter how many times I walked up and down the stairs, I wasn't bumping into people. You know, there mm. wasn't like the, oh, hey, Jim. Or, you know. Um, well, you're not Jim, so that makes sense. Uh, no, I could have been saying, hey, Jim. Oh, it's really could have been another Jim. Right, fair enough. But yeah, so that was the same. Like, two years of like once every six months interaction really yeah it's weird um which was fine but this new place um luckily all most of our neighbors are very nice and they're very much the hey how you doing and you know and the you know when you get them your mail and stuff so that's so o- overall it's fine but yeah i just yeah. thought i should share that uh, story because <laughs> it's it's like yeah it, of course it like after it happens and you're like oh god now we've hopefully we haven't started a thing you know we don't want like I don't know eggs on our front door or whatever though you know like you, you, like some some people are very vengeful some get over it like but but you knows? know now if you need a good workout you know where to go <laughs> exactly I could just like hey and with the coronavirus going on you know go right upstairs go right upstairs yes yeah. perfect well I'm I'm very excited to be doing uh, episode nine we're almost in we're almost in the double digits for episodes whoa, whoa. this is episode nine nine man wow yeah wow, yeah almost ten ten seems like a solid. Solid cash of... uh, Tens a season. Yeah. Well, of the newer Netflix seasons, yeah. Yeah. Not the old school 90 seasons. I think it was like 23, 24. Well, yeah, we need a longer intro. Right. You know, a really goofy song showing our faces over and over and over again. Yeah, that's true. Laughing, dancing in the pool. Yeah, well, maybe at some point we will uh, podcast this bitch. Or, uh, podcast this we bitch. are podcasting this bitch right now. Wow. Uh, That's literally I mean, what we're doing, I mean, Jeff. YouTube this bitch. You know, maybe we'll, yeah. uh, we'll actually film these things. We, we, we've been toying with the, with the idea. Because you guys um, can actually see. Because some of these whiskey bottles are pretty uh, beautiful. Actually. Yeah. And, Plus, and, you know, and, and so is Jeff. He's beautiful, Alex's too. Alex's stash is a sight to behold. My stash, yeah. Um, but anyway, speaking of the whiskey bottles. Whiskey bottles. I thought you were speaking of my stash. Big fan of my stash. Anyway, speaking of whiskey bottles, um, today we have another small one, and this was donated to us by our friend Mishael, who I talked about earlier, who ate a dandelion in episode six. Thanks, Misha. Thanks, Misha. This is um, another scotch. 
Ooh. I know. We, yeah. And what? Can you give us the name? Should I? Yes. Okay. This is <laughs> this is Highland Park 12. Ooh, I believe the 12 year probably refers to the years it's been in the barrel. No, actually eight years. Huh? No, I'm fucking with you. Yes, oh, 12 years. <laughs> Highland Park 12-year-old. And it says underneath. I don't know what it means because it's got Scottish. But it says Viking Honor. Hmm. Were Scottish Vikings? No. There no. were no Vikings in Scotland. No, well, the Vikings could have invaded Scotland easily. Because it's uh, just it across us... the water from Norway. Viking honor. Mm. So the Vikings invaded, pillaged and raped, and then distilled a whiskey, which we are still enjoying. I, 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 I mean, know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. The, maybe. I don't know the history of this. And who's the distillery for this? Is it Highland Park Distilleries? Um, Sometimes in the fine print on the back, it says... Uh, Oh my god! It's honestly, honestly, it's so small. Yeah, we're we're back to a small bottle today, so uh, it's really hard to read. Wait, hold on, hold on a second. Let me get my 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 flashlight. You have a magnifying glass. When I was younger, this we is had... all right. It's not in English or German, but it, there it's is. Probably, it's probably the Scottish uh, Gaelic language. I'm not sure if this is like a recipe to make like another drink. But the back says Coca-Cola. What? Yeah. It's made by Coca-Cola? No, I, I don't know. The distillery might be might be owned by Coca-Cola. That can't I mean, be. Coca -Cola, no, Coca-Cola owns a lot of stuff. I mean, they, they, own, they own, what was it, Dasani? They own a water company. But distilleries? Why not if it makes money? I'm... Okay, okay so we maybe, are drinking possibly a Coca-Cola whiskey. And I have no idea what language this is in either. But I don't know. It's it's a Viking honor. This is Moving a on, let's crack this open. And he, my, our, yeah, Misha said he got it from a friend. So this is a, we got this from a friend. Well, who thank got you, it from thank a friend. you, Misha. We really appreciate it. Like because yeah. we, we we were actually one whiskey short. So uh, we were. I forgot to bring a whiskey, and then he was like, he came in the clutch. So thank you. No pop, but we got a little little. Uh, the metal. I thought doing cap a cap crack. I thought doing it slowly would sound cooler. It almost made it sound worse. It sounded worse. Yeah, it sounded worse. I apologize for that. All good. But well. Oh, I got more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these little bottles leave. This uh, bottle. I, I, you know, we, we we started with the big bottles. We went to the small ones, save some money, and I, you know, what? I think I'm gonna go back to the big ones again because. Well, we go back and forth. It's just you know. Uh, you know, sometimes we just, yeah, we need to save save some green. I want those big boys, though. Yeah. I don't want to have a look at this. We'll get back. What is this? Well, this is a Highland Park 12. Cheers. It, it, that, that it is. Cheers. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a scotch. It's a scotch. That's not, that's not bad. Like, some scotches, uh, the second, like, they hit your mouth, you know, just like, oh, no, thanks. Yeah, but, yeah, true. No, but this is, this is pleasant. It's... My st it, my starting review would be a uh, I don't know five out of five five out of ten five, five, out, out, of ten? five out of five out of five is is light a word that's used to review whiskey? Uh, yeah, it it is like a, it's like a, the diet Pepsi of <laughs> or or the diet Coke. You mean? Oh, sorry, because it's true. possibly made and by Coca-Cola. I don't mean any disrespect for Highland Park. Like it's it's a good it's a good whiskey. I it's like just, it. There's not much. Um, the flavor kind of uh, dies out pretty quickly, but it's it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good bottle. It's not a store club. Mm. Yeah, 
No, it's not a stork folk. Uh, but I, I think it, I, yeah, I this, think this I, is a good yeah. this is good scotch. It's good scotch. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, good scotch for sure. But let's let let's let's move on. We, we've okay. been talking for like ten minutes about okay. nonsense. Um, okay, so what, what was even our topic again? We're talking about uh, you know uh, the the the, tr- the troubles being an expat. You know, cause oh, yeah, it, that's cause fun. There's the fun part of being an expat, but there's also the beginning part where um, you're truly in a new city, a new country, don't know anybody, don't know the language, uh, you're feeling alone, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I think people don't talk about this that much, you know. I, I, I think it's, I think it's important to talk about, and I don't, I don't want this episode to veer anyone away from, if they want to make a move. No, no, because also your, your situation depends on so many different factors. So for, many for some factors. people... It, it, the, the awkward stage last two weeks and some people it's two months and some people it's uh, yeah never so, ending, you know? some get lucky with you know certain situations and some people don't and, you know it, it, it is what it is mm-hmm. um but I, I think it's important to talk about that you know I think a lot of people think you know oh you move things worked out like that's awesome must have been you know but it, it can be easy mm-hmm. but like I think it's, it's but it's, it can also be super lonely and difficult and, and you know yeah sure. I mean, it all depends on like, okay, moving somewhere, you already have a friend there that's going to introduce you, or are you right. moving somewhere you don't know a single person? Mm-hmm. Are you um, are you going to uni there so you have a reason to meet up with people, or did you just move there and you have uh, no way like uh, organized for you to meet people and you right, have to right. do it on your own? You know, um, that changes a lot. Um, and also, is is that city for you? Is it not for you? Yeah, is that even the the, the 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 borough you're living in? Might not work out. There's so so many factors, but I think there are now. Now when you a few things that are um, universal for most everybody. for most expats, yeah. E- even I, I can also imagine a lot of these are uh, universal people who move to another city in their own home country. I'd imagine. Sure. I mean, yeah. The, the only difference being an expat would be the um, language, the culture. language, cultural barrier. Yep. But like eighty percent of it would be a, a similar feeling of, uh, you know. Again, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, and, and well, let's, let's just talk let's, about you, and then we'll move on to me. Um, you sure. Know, when you first, I mean, I, I know, love talking about me. So it, we're now, good. in episode one, we talked about how um, when you first moved here, you already had a friend here who you stayed with, right? And that probably helped a lot. But a but, lot. But in the in the beginning state, like how long did it take before you really felt um, comfortable and felt a part of of where you were? I mean, like the, how long were you feeling awkward I mean, and alien and really really comfortable? Mm-hmm. Like like how I feel now? Yeah, which I'm still not even sure if it's hundred percent. Right. But I would say it's ninety nine percent. Yeah, I don't know anyone's hundred percent. That's not like you know back of my home where I grew up, of, of course. But like really comfortable, it, it probably took two years two and a half years yeah. to feel really really comfortable in myself and the city i believe that but yeah. I, I still think i'm getting more comfortable as time goes by i i don't i still don't think 100 percent. yeah um yeah i had a friend who lived here and she she introduced me to many people um i'm not friends with a lot of them as much anymore which is fine uh just how things happen um yeah, I mean, I was lucky to have somebody to show me around the city, to, to introduce me to their friends, to help me get a job. Yeah. Uh, I was very lucky in that aspect, for sure. But to get really comfortable, it, it took a few years, for sure. Like, it was it was definitely a long journey. There were there were times, you know, I felt, of course, very alone. Even if I had people there, it's still, you know, 
they were people that I knew for a year or something like that. They weren't like, that wasn't my, my parents, you know, my friends I've known for 20 years. Right. Um, Plus like, it has changed, but yeah. So in the beginning also, you know, you know, no words of German now. How does that affect you? You know what I mean? Uh, being in a place. Hugely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you usually, I mean, you, you, I can get by in English, not a problem, but learning the language makes you feel a hundred percent more into that city mm. or country, wherever you are. Yeah, and did for you, sure. In the beginning, do you have you often have times where maybe you're hanging out in a big group and it's a lot of Germans, and then you feel completely cut off because they start oh, speaking yeah. German, and and absolutely, and I, you I, feel I, left out because you because also you don't want people to speak it switch to English because obviously this is their country, you know. Yeah. Um, like a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they've and they're totally right to be speaking German, but then there's just an hour where you're sitting there, like, okay, mm. I can't. I, I have nothing to provide to this conversation because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, but man, how about for you? Because I had a friend here. You, you just kind of, well, you moved twice. Yeah, so you're kind of ballsy. I think we, I think we brushed on the subject in episode. We, we, we one. talked about it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, I was in Vienna, um, and then I. I moved from Vienna to Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. And at that time it was just based off of a suggestion of a random person. I, I didn't know anybody in Berlin. And at that time I, I was so low on cash. I couldn't afford to take even language classes. Um, my visa didn't allow me to work and, you know, and then school and work is like the main places you're going to meet people. Right. And so, of course, um, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but those, those first three, three, four months I lived in Berlin were probably some of the hardest, most depressing of my life because really didn't know anybody, didn't, you know, knew, you know, I had taken maybe one or two months of language class in Vienna. So like I, but you know, I knew enough to order food, but I couldn't have a conversation. So, yeah. I, so I felt totally shut out, didn't know anybody, uh, you know, did my best to go out and, you know, cycle around and stuff. But there was a lot of weekends, you know, spent at home alone, you know, like in my little apartment because it didn't have a, um, a flat share, which is stupid of me. Um, oh, so, so so you were living had no roommates by yeah. yourself. Yeah, because yeah. I, I had a really bad situation with roommates in Vienna. And so I decided, okay, no, never again. I'm going to get my own place. So I got my own place, but it was the worst decision. I would tell everybody, if you're moving to a new place, go to a place with roommates. It, it, it increases yeah. your your range so to speak so like so so much better 100% agree my after my friend moved away I moved in with two roommates two Polish guys and I love those guys I haven't talked to them in a long time but like if you're listening homies Landsberger love you guys um, it, it, it really helped um, one with the loneliness for sure but two just to have someone to come home to and, and, and to talk to that, that you don't know before that you that you learn together and you know and they can show you their friends, some spots nearby, whatever it is. But I, I, I agree with you. I highly recommend if you're going to go somewhere, find some roommates at least for the first few years. Um, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't don't go. I mean, go for your own place once you get comfortable in the in the city and if the country. You want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like so. Uh, yeah, living alone was very stupid, and so yeah, I just had like a lot of alone time. And what I did was, you know, like we I think we mentioned it before. There's a uh, website called Couchsurfing. Um, yeah, we we talked a lot about Couchsurfing. And so people will come to stay in a city, but also people will post in say the Berlin group, right, and just say, "Hey, I'm a tourist, you know, visiting by myself. Is there any locals who want to hang out with me?" Yeah. And so I actually started doing, which I don't know if that sounds, you know, pathetic or whatever, but it was at the time where, again, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. So I, I was doing that a lot. You know, there's people visiting Berlin. I'd been in Berlin. Like, oh, sleeping in your place. 
Yeah, sleeping in my place. Ah, yeah, no, no, that's no, not pathetic. That's no, amazing. No, but also uh, tourists who were staying in a hotel, but they were like, "Hey, I want to hang out with a local." Now, at, a, at the time, I'd been in Berlin a few months, so I wasn't really a local, but I knew it better than the tourists, yeah. did, right? And so I started hanging out with people that with people from the, through that, you know, just to meet people, and also started um, meeting also other locals, you know, just I would post in the group and be like, "Hey, you know, it's a nice day. Let's go play some ping pong. Anybody interested?" You know, and then uh, meet people through that. Um, but um, but then after a certain amount of time, you know, my my visa was uh, not what I wanted, so I had to move back to the U.S. And I decided, you know what, I'm gonna save up and move back the right way and try it again, you know. Um, Which I I, I I really commend you for. Oh, thanks, man. I, yeah, yeah, no, abs- I really I, I feel like if it didn't work out for me, I'd just be defeated and, and say I'm done. Yeah, well, I, I think I was, and I was like, I was like, you know what, I really liked Berlin, I really liked Germany. It didn't go how I wanted it to go. You know what? Like, let's save up some money. Let's get the proper visa. Let's let's try to like. I, I don't know. I I had it. I just in my, inside me. I just said like, you know what? This felt like a place I liked. I wanted to be. I just I didn't. It was it was on me. Like I didn't reach. Yeah. You know, I I wasn't reaching out. And, and so when I moved back, I was going to more events, just forcing myself to get out more and meet more people. And then and that works, you know. And, and I think that's that's probably the best way to really um, maybe get out of a funk. Because uh, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like, oops, sorry, <laughs> to get out of a funk, you guys like go out and do things and, and explore the city, especially you know if you are feeling a bit alone, and to realize that you know there are a lot of other people in your same exact situation. Sure, always, yeah. and uh, me- meeting them is super helpful. Um, and you, you gotta get out of, uh, out of that comfort zone, because no matter what you do, if you move to a new city, whether it's abroad or not abroad, it's not comfortable. No, and, and it yeah. won't be comfortable for a long, like I said, for a long time. Yeah, and the thing is, like, don't you know, you you really can't give up because you have to say, okay, well, okay, this is the way it is in this country, yeah. so I gotta I gotta adapt to that. You know? it, it's almost like you have to put the pressure on yourself. Yeah, it, no it, matter it is, what. I mean, because. Remember, you're the expat, so um, locals have, they already have their own friends, they already have their own life. Right. They have no reason to hang out with you, you have to give them a reason, you know what I mean? So you, yeah, have, to, yeah, you have to put the effort forward. You, yeah. you can't coast along, you right. know, if you grew up in the same place for a long time, you can coast, you know, you can mm-hmm. hang out with your friends, you have everything going on, and it's really, really lovely life, um, and it works out super nice, but if you want to move away, you have to put in extra effort, or else you're going to be super alone. It's true, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I don't know. This, it's honestly this is not like the most fun topic to talk about, to be honest. No, but I, but I, but I think it's a good thing that we talk about, just because I'm sure there's a, there might be a lot of people listening who are in this situation, or or we know we have a lot of visitors from the U.S. who are thinking about moving to Germany. Yeah, and maybe something that's holding them back is yeah, they're afraid of oh, am I gonna make friends? Um, is am I gonna find a job? Am I gonna be able to like integrate and have a life? Like for you, for the first time, it didn't work out, and uh, you get another go if you want to, and you did that, and that's yeah. And I'm, and of course, we're not saying like you have to do it twice. You know, it, it's just the situation I gave myself when I arrived: no roommates, no language school, no work. I just I gave myself no opportunities to to integrate or meet people, and that yeah. was that was my bad, and that was stupid. Yeah. You're stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, it also like part of it depends on, you know, it, 
do you, are you are you just here to to kind of be a three month tourist? You know, like just mm. just to see how things are for three months, or do you want to become a Berliner, or uh, or do you want to become a Parisian hamburger, or you know, yeah, a Parisian or a, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like like, are you here to actually live for a couple of years? Like, because depending on what that is, and either way is fine. You know, like originally I moved here really just. I was like, you know what? I want to go live in Europe for three months. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I moved as, um, I knew I had a three-month visa, and I figured I'll give it a shot. Worst-case scenario would be a three-month hol- holiday. I wasn't really, I mean, I booked a one-way ticket, but I didn't think realistically any of any of this stuff would work out. It's just right. kind of like things fell into place. I was in the right time, the right place, and, you know, whatever. Um but yeah, totally. Like, if, if you're planning to move, I think having a plan, having whatever, having a good idea of what you want to do is important. And when it comes to, as a as a tourist, then it's a totally different type of plan. Right. Like, uh, yeah, you should. I mean, you should have like a set kind of goal. Like, yeah, I want to be there for three months just to experience it, check it out. Or do I actually want to try to live live there? You know, to right. become a a resident. Of- and then, what does that take to become a resident? Sure. And yeah. that, and that's 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 language. That's learning culture. Uh, it's also doing all the bureaucratic garbage that's just necessary. Yeah, sure. Which yeah, sucks. But yeah, uh, yeah. And, and like like you you got a job fairly uh, quickly, and did it help that your job also had a lot of uh, coworkers who were expats as well? Did that help, or did that make it harder to integrate? Or? I, I I I mean, it, it totally helped because then I, I found. I mean, I work like like everyone knows. I worked at a kindergarten. I work at a mm-hmm. kindergarten. And um, it happens to be a kindergarten where a lot of young, also younger people work at. And I think the stereotype for kindergarten is like, you know, older, um, older people working there. But like I work at a kindergarten with a lot of, you know, 20 to 40 year old people. Yeah. Your kindergarten is mostly younger people. Yeah. yeah really. It, like, it, yeah. 25 weird. to 35 is the average age, I would say. And a lot of them are not German. Um, and I, I think it really helps because these are people that I knew in the same job, in the same situation. Uh, I mean, some were people, you know, it was like, oh, my dad's Italian, so, a v- so I have a permanent visa, whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, man, <laughs> you, good, that's awesome. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was nice having a community of people that, you know, understand my exact more or less situation. Yeah, somebody just to like, even at the end, to complain to, like, about... Oh, filling out or this 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 visa application or whatever, and then they know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, right? like, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that, yeah, that was that was definitely helpful, and and I think it helped integrate a bit. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, I guess on a few episodes ago, you know, a lot of my friends now are German because I think I think once you're here for a long enough time, the integration just comes naturally. Of course, you can separate yourself into that expat bubble and stay there forever. I believe. Yeah. Totally. But I, I, I think the natural course of things makes you move into a, to be more integrated into wherever you're living. Yeah. And yeah, and it does have to do with your choices, I think, because... Um, and language. The first few months I lived, or not, sorry, months, years, uh, I'd say the first three, four years I lived here, in a way, I specifically avoided becoming friends with any Americans, which sounds weird, but because... I just like I always just said like you know if I wanted to hang out with a bunch of Americans I can go do it back in California you know what I mean like um, which sounds like I wasn't no that's fine you, you're pushing yourself to meet other yeah and uh, I, I don't people. I don't mean I met I met like an amazing person I just said oh I won't hang out with you because you're American <laughs> uh, it, it was just like if there was like American meetup groups I was just like eh, no nah, it's not for me and so and and, I, and I'm not saying like I only hang out with Germans but I met a lot of 
people from the Czech Republic, people from Denmark, uh, people from India, people from, you know, and, mm. um, and I was like really trying hard not to just hang out with the kind of people that, again, I can hang out with back home because it's, I, 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 I think that's totally fair enough. Okay. I mean, I, I, I knew a few friends that really, really wanted to make things work in Berlin. Um, I still talk to them. They're still my really good friends. Um, and they really try to make it work and just things did not work out. And now they're back in their home country and they're having a good time there. They're enjoying themselves. But like, it, it can happen to anybody, you know. You, you can do everything perfectly and some things just don't work out and that kind of sucks. Yeah. There was a girl I was sort of dating and... Um, and yeah, and she was also a kindergarten teacher, uh, and she, you know, came to Vienna to be a kindergarten teacher. But nice. this, but the second uh, there was a hiccup, and I can't remember what it what it was, but like the the kindergarten she worked for for whatever laid her off, and so I said, oh, so you're gonna, you know, look for an, for a new one, or and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm moving back home, you know, and um, and it, you could just tell she never really uh, put really the effort to to. Mm. To integrate, you know what I mean? Like, um, and uh, I think for her, it was more, this was kind of a, a vacation, you know, like a tour, which is fine. Like, like a, I'm a tourist for a few months. Yeah. And the second things get hard, she just said, you know what, I'm just going to go back. And it's because, okay, well, she didn't, she didn't want to keep, she didn't want this to be a, a long-term endeavor, you know, she moved back. And so, sure. which, is, which is fine. But I remember at the time, they kind of like ask, like thinking like, well, why didn't she no, I don't want to just interview a different place or, you know, yeah. but, but I didn't realize at the time that for everybody living abroad, it's a, it's a different thing. I don't and know. that's the, uh, yeah. Living abroad means something different to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for some people, three, four months, like that's good. That's what, that's what they want. And that's it. For some, it's more, for some, exactly. it's less. And like, yeah. it's, I think it's all up to what you want to do. But uh, I think the whole point of what we're trying to say in this whole, in this whole episode is that like, is at the beginning it's it, it can be really difficult um emotionally but at the end it's totally all worth it i mean i'm not like i can say now i'm living in a place that i choose to live in that i want to be and that i believe in as well of course not everything is perfect not everything's 100 that, that's anywhere you live but like i want to live here and i like it and uh i know other the people to choose if whether it's worth it or not for some it is for some it's not yeah and you, you have a girlfriend you love your, you've bought a, a apartment, uh, you know, like uh, you're established. Established, I guess, yeah. You are, you are a resident, <laughs> I mean, in every way, a resident of Germany, even a resident, not Germany, yeah. German, right? Cause yeah, I, 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 you know, I believe in this country and um, yeah, want to stay here. That's it. <laughs> what was that? Oh, are we done? Should we go to the whiskey? Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> that silence meant um, it was time to move on to the end of the program. To the end of the program. What do we have, Jeff? What do, actually, actually, you were the you were you. You should actually ask me what we have. <laughs> oh man, uh, we have Highland Park, twelve-year-old single malt Scotch whiskey. Hmm. Let me take a little snap. And, and I don't know. What, what are you thinking of it, Jeff? Are your initial impressions the well, same? I'll let you know in a second. Because for mine, they're about the same. I think it's like a pretty standard. It's yeah, it's scotch. 
Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, you know, for me, this is, like I said before, this is a five out of 10, but like, I, I think some people might take that the wrong way. Cause for me, a zero is a shit. Five out of 10 just means average. Average. Like, like us, we're average. It's people. like an average beer. You drink it, you're like, yeah, that's refreshing. Okay. Yeah. But it's nothing, it's nothing great, nothing new. Uh, and it's, I think this is a five out of 10. It's, it's good, but nothing new. I would, I would, uh, 100% agree. It, it's a, it tastes like, if I think about a scotch, there's a taste that comes to my mind. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like if you went to the dictionary for like the definition of scotch, there'd be a picture of, this is of the, what is it? Of the uh, Highland Park 12 right. year old. Yeah, it, it, it's a scotch. It's, it, yeah. It's it, nothing more, something less. Like after this episode, we'll probably for, we'll for, we'll forget this scotch because it's, uh, yeah. it's um, yeah, there's nothing to it. Like, I'm, I'm not like, going to buy a big bottle of this and put it in my... Um, it's not a decanter scotch. No, but if the price is right, and you just yeah. want you just want to like a um, okay scotch, this is fine. Absolutely, it, yeah. it, it, I, I don't know. Like, like we said, this was uh, donated, donated uh, from a friend who it was given from another friend from our friend. Nice. So like, if this was a full bottle, like fifteen to eighteen euros, it'd be fine. I totally buy it. If you like scotch, it gets the job done. It's yeah. it is a scotch. It's and, tasty. And, I mean, yeah, and I'm sure Max is twenty euros, right? I, I just I have no idea, but like yeah, if you want something like crazy, this ain't it. But if you want something like, like yeah, yeah, a I, scotch. I, I finished the glass, so obviously I don't hate it. Because if it if for because yeah. for, for the shit whiskeys we had, I didn't I didn't finish it. So yeah. it, so this is fine. We're trying not to have bad whiskeys anymore, but sometimes you never know. Yeah, like and that's the things like this this whole whiskey journey is kind of cool because like we're trying stuff that like we necessarily wouldn't pick out on a menu right right and it, it'd be like like this um like last episode we had the uh shirt we had uh, the uh the, 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 the duck one the oh stork. the stork club stork club right which maybe and you, you wouldn't have ordered or you would you wouldn't have heard of but no uh, but like so, I so only glad i tried up. so glad i tried yeah I, I only got it because i saw um the label looked cool and it said made in germany i thought we should have to try a whiskey in germany absolutely but the I, th- I think the problem is with a lot of whiskeys. I guess alcohol in general is is you know the price. You're like oh, it's ten euros. It's shit. It's you know forty. It's really good. And I kind of it's hard. So that's why I like you know uh, this one. This this Highland Park was donated from our buddy. He just gave it to us. Mm. And like I've known how much it costs. And now we can kind of have, have a better um, yeah and a, 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 a view of how of how much of how how good it is. Totally. There's no, there's no expectation. If he told me a bottle costs forty, I might be like, "Oh, it's great." Yeah, and that's why I like it because it's it's like, it's like somebody you're on Netflix, but Netflix picks the movie for you, right? Yeah, you have no idea what's going on, and then when, a, when it's a good movie, it's like it's a good, it's a surprise. You so know, it's, it's like, so so cable. It's yeah. like cable. Well, no, it was cable. You can choose what channel you want to watch. I'm, I'm saying if like somebody it just channel picked it, no, but somebody if somebody just choose, chose a channel in a program. Yeah. And, and it's been good. It almost it's almost better because like oh that was a surprise. This is something I would not have watched. I would not have chosen. So I'm glad it came my way. You almost know, so. like if a friend has you listen to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. Yes. If a friend, and yes. you're like wow like big what is fan. what is American in Germany drinking whiskey and then or they might say wow those guys are stupid. Right. You just, this could be your first and last listen. But um, anyways. Anyways, we're uh, done. We're done. Um, <laughs> thanks again for listening. Be safe. And, uh, you yeah. know, like our Facebook, which is um, facebook.com slash 
agdw.podcast. Uh, send us a message if you uh, have a suggestion on what you would like us to talk about, or you have a nice, funny story about being an expat in Germany or uh, being a tourist in Germany or Europe in general. Who yeah. knows? And then our uh, Instagram, which is at Americans.in.Germany.drinking. Um, yeah, again, send us messages. Say, hey, Alex and Jeff, everything you say is stupid and you're wrong. Or send something like, yo, what's up? We're cool. I don't care. Just send second us, one sounds better, but yeah, I, but we'll, preferable. We'll, we'll take either one because we'll take either one. Send us some messages. Give us some stories. We'd love to hear them. We'd love to read them on, on the show. Uh, I, I, I'm really interested. I mean, it's just us two here. I'd love to hear your experiences of your first few weeks if you moved away, or your questions if you want to move away. Uh, I, I, I find it very interesting. Uh, Absolutely. Give, give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. Uh, please stay healthy, stay positive, stay happy, uh, and we'll see you next week for episode 10? 10. 10. 10. Ooh, that's actually, we need something special for episode 10. Episode 10 is going to be. No idea what it's going to be. But I know. Oh, God. Pressure. pressure. Oh, cheers. Cheers, buddy. <laughs>